0: Alright, let's go. It's Sunday pour. It's Thursday night. Busy day here in the sports world. This is, the, this is why I get into the podcast game. This is why you do these shows. Get the NFL draft going. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is a Jacksonville Jaguar. Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. The Yankees lose and split a tough series with the Orioles. Can't believe I'm saying this. And uh, what else? What else I got? I'm missing something. Missing anything? Let's bring an in. See what I'm missing. Uh, Derby Eve. Oh, we got picks coming up. That's right. We got picks uh, to make and, and tell you about. Uh, guaranteed winners. A little asterisk next to it. Uh, so, yeah, big weekend. Derby oh, weekends are my favorite weekends of the year. We'll get into that shortly. Aunt, how the fuck is it going, my man? Hey, for old times sake, what are you
1: drinking? I have a little doers in front of me. Nice. Right out of the bottle. The only one who drinks out of this. So, it's basically mine. lost my fucking pen. So, we're going to have to go penless, it looks like.
0: And a pen that uh, you write
1: with? Or is that one of the pens that... Uh... No, thank God. It was only the pen I write with. Oh, so. whew. Not that important. Dodged, oh, here it is. Got it. Yeah. Dodged a bullet. So, uh, yeah. The Giants are on the clock. Oh, no. The Bears are on the clock. Oh, it looks like there was a trade. Oh, Bears Giants and Giants a made a nice. trade. No sound over here, so we're going to be a little – might be a little uh, misguided here and kind of have to guess on the fly, but it looks like the Bears and Giants made a trade after Gettleman said he was uh, against trading up, right, or trading back, is it called?
0: He's, he's an idiot. But, I mean, there's no – I have no problem. This has got to be for
1: Mac Jones, right? Uh, the quarterback. Yeah, I
0: guess, yeah. Hey, God bless! God bless the Bears. Going for a quarterback, going for Mac Jones. Is Mac Jones? Isn't that highly regarded? As far as I know, he's not.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I Alabama.
1: You got to be careful with Alabama. I mean, oh, the trade just came on my phone. If you want to know the specifics, please. Yes. Bears acquire the 11th pick from the Giants. Giants in exchange get pick number 20. Okay. A fifth-round pick. Okay. And a 2022 first and fourth round pick. Wow. First rounder.
0: I, I like it. Wow. That's a great trade for the Giants. Nice done. Yeah. Get, get that, cap, get that uh, draft capital. I like it. You He's
1: never there. know with the Bears. That could be a good pick, that first rounder.
0: That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Especially if Mac Jones is starting 16 games.
0: <laughs> I had a friend who uh, his team was picking in the top. Three, and he said if his team picked Mac Jones, he would quit watching football.
1: <laughs> or NFL
0: football, at least,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. So, Niners fan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. you got to be careful with Alabama, in my mind. Just all positions. Like, you saw it with the two wide receivers going uh, top ten over here, Smith and Waddle. Mm. We've seen Trent Richardson, all-time bust. Derrick Henry looked like he wasn't great to begin with. Now he's like the best running back in the league. To who knows. it's just you never know with Bama man because they're they're a factory. They're just a football factory, and it, you don't know is it Saban, is it the team, or is the guy just great? You have no idea until you see him.
0: Derrick Henry was really brought into the NFL masterfully. They had him kind of as a backup for a couple of years there, eased him into his role, let him grow up a little bit, and then he, they they developed him. That was really done with patience. perfection they groomed them they groomed them perfect it was it's perfect I know he's beautiful to watch the guy's unbelievable so uh yeah that's um that's where that's 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 my uh, scouting report on Mac Jones
1: (laughs) yeah I don't I I wouldn't want Mac Jones to me he's like I don't know man like AJ McCarron years ago on the on the Alabama he was a He was like a fourth or fifth round guy back career back. That's how I view. That's how I view. I mean, I have an Alabama quarterback as my starter now, so I'm hoping they produce at least one quarterback. But I don't know. I don't see it with Mac Jones, and that, the fact that the Bears are taking him just tells me he's <laughs> going to be a bust. <laughs> and there's no way.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, they are. They are cursed. The
1: Bears up, are up to get them.
0: Yeah, giving up first round picks.
1: The Bears have never had a franchise quarterback, at least in the Super Bowl era. I mean, they had Jim McMahon. That was probably the closest thing, and he wasn't really. It's crazy that they have not had a franchise quarterback.
0: I mean, yeah, they're they're just one of those ground and pound defense first teams. That's how those teams were built. You know, they were built with one thing in mind, and he kind of filled the back end and hope hope you hit with them, and they did. They they got a guy just good enough to do
1: it. Bad weather team. They're good, exactly, good, you know, yeah. they want to ugly the game up.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Which I like, I like that. But, I mean, they ugly it up to, uh, to new heights with the quarterback position.
1: Right. And the problem is in today's NFL, hard to win without yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. Real hard. Yeah.
0: Which Green Bay might be without their quarterback. What a dirty move by this fucking guy. What On a, draft day. What a piece of shit. He did the absolute – he did the A-Rod move where he just made it about him on fucking on – the, on the sports biggest day or one of the sports biggest day where he wasn't involved. He made it about him.
1: Did he make it about him or was he trying to, like, push his way out of town on draft day hoping a trade would get pushed through?
0: I mean, I don't – if there's a trade that's made I – mean, it's, it's kind of short notice, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wonder who leaked this. I mean, it was probably him, but I'm saying I wonder who he leaked it through like some crony he's got in the media, Schefter, one of those yeah. scumbags. Like, Le- <laughs> Le- like LeBron has Brian Winhurst. Yeah. You know yeah. that guy? Mm-hmm. That's like his guy to push all his. Uh... Oh, not Matt oh. Jones. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Wow. Who, I don't know. I'm not... I don't really love Justin Fields either. I would probably put his upside a little higher than Mac Jones, though. Okay. All right. That's my, I didn't really watch much college football this year. I got to be honest.
0: Yeah. So it was
1: like when people were asking me, like I, I've had people texting me. I sound like princess. People have been asking me. Like people, <laughs> <laughs> people have been asking me uh, like who I wanted for the Dolphins. It's like, dude, I really, I don't know. I just, all I know is the guy in charge. Chris Greer, our GM, Flores, the coach, I'm like, they better get it right. That's all I could say, is they better get it right. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. And even when I do watch college football and I'm invested in it for a season, it's like 50-50 at best if I even handicap it right. So I have no idea.
0: Yeah, like the first pick tonight, I saw him throw one pass all year, and it was an interception. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in true Sunday poor fashion, I'm sure he'll go on to, you know, win multiple Super Bowls and
1: go to the Hall. He, Him I have an opinion on because I watched him play. He's there three years, I think, and he, he took over pretty early on. So, he played pretty much a, a full three years. I do feel like he is a can't miss. I will say that. All right,
0: I was going I to ask you. I was going to ask you if, if you had to be on the bandwagon or off the bandwagon if you would just jump on. Because I was thinking about just jumping on. Jaguars are a weird team. I don't hate Mm -hmm. Jaguars. They're not a team I root against or anything like that. There's one of those middling, gross teams that you can kind of, you know, if your team's not around, why not root for them, you know? So I think I'm going to be in the the Trevor Lawrence uh, camp myself.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit of a goofy-looking guy. I think part of it now is just when guys get drafted, they just – I'm so much older than them. Just like I can't relate to like what they're they're dressed like and just – their look. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think to me, he's the best prospect since uh, Luck at the quarterback position. All
0: right. So you're better
1: than, better than Burrow, better than anyone in that class, better than anyone in like the Darnold Mayfield class. I, I would say he, uh, I mean, he could throw it, man. He could run it. I, I like Lawrence a lot. All right. So you're in. I'm in on Lawrence. Wilson, Trey Lance couldn't tell you a damn thing. That's
0: all right. So this is the Trevor Lawrence draft. I don't care. It was QB, QB, QB off the board. It's all about – And that's what it is now, yeah.
1: Pick. Yeah. I will say this. I do have an opinion, a little mild opinion on the fourth overall pick. The Falcons, they took the tight end. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, yep. Not, I don't have an opinion so much on Pitts, but, I mean, the, are the Falcons really trying to run it back with Matt Ryan? And Like, to me, that would have been a perfect team – to pick Sewell, the offensive lineman. Just yeah. blow it up, trade Julio Jones. I've already heard him in trade rumors. Matt Ryan, I mean, what, I don't know. I guess he has a little bit of value still. You could have traded him to, like, Denver. L.A. would have took him or something. Mm. Stockpile some draft picks. Take the O-lineman. Because the O-lineman, even more so than – why I know, like, wide receivers have gone here. But O-lineman, like, when I think back of, like, the the guys who have been taken early on, In drafts, like I always think of Orlando Pace with the Rams, Mm -hmm. and I think of Jonathan Ogden with the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Both guys who were drafted early on. I think Pace, I think was number one overall. I don't know. They were both like top five. You know, they went into some shitty situations, and like I don't know. I feel like at the O line. You start. You like kind of you start with the quarterback, but you 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 start at the line of scrimmage and work your way out. So when you're shitty, like build the O line, get the O line better. And then like the receivers, like the skill players are the guys, you kinda that's like the cherry on top. Going I feel in. like nice. the Falcons like taking a tight end. Tight end <laughs> is someone you take like, oh, I think we're like a, a piece away.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like yeah. we knew when the Falcons lost that Super Bowl, they weren't going back. <laughs> Under that Quinn's not Ryan, they're 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 not going back. I don't know. I thought that was kind of an odd pick. I know like he's supposed to be like the best tight end prospect in 20 years or 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh that's just my two cents on what the f- – and I, and I knew they were going to do that because all the mock drafts I was reading, Pat Pitts going to Atlanta. I just don't agree with the pick.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we've talked about before where, you know, building a football team is different than any other sport because it's really it, – there's so many pieces that have to be filled in and you have to have a little yeah. bit of philosophy and, you know, you have to give up a little bit in one position to gain a little bit in another position it's kind of, you know, you're, you're weighing it all around. But you're building – you're building a, – a, one very large team you know that's got to be cohesive and if you're know, it if one thing that the Falcons didn't need is another offensive weapon um you know you're absolutely right get get somebody you can kind of pencil in there for the next seven or eight years and hope that you know you kind of build around them as uh as Matt Ryan leaves and Julio Jones leaves and yeah, you know, those guys are all getting up there. And you're right. That's, uh, <laughs> they're not getting back to the Super Bowl. Nobody's bet on the Falcons to get to the Super Bowl anytime Yeah, soon. I
1: mean, Pitts, who knows, he may go on to be a Hall of Famer, may end up having a great career in Atlanta. It's uh, – if he does any – if he wins any Super Bowl, it's not going to be with Matt Ryan and who no. knows, Joe. I think that ship has sailed. No, we'll
0: see, like, a three-touchdown game early, and then we'll all, like, we'll all bet on the Falcons next week, and they'll
1: lose by four touchdowns. And I'll be like, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, and they're, I feel like the Falcons are in a perfect position. See, at Sunday Port, you don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get Falcons talk out of the gate. That's oh, the beauty of the show. That's it. Bash the Falcons for a little bit. That's it. I think the Falcons are in a position, too, where it's almost like they're in a perfect – I don't want to say a perfect position to rebuild because no one wants to rebuild. But, you know, Tampa's a defending champs. So I'm sure they'll be good for at least another year with Brady. Mm-hmm. Saints, even though Breeze is gone, they're going to be good. Carolina could be on the way up. The coach and Darnold, we'll see. Could be. They're in a position where I feel like not to tank, but they're in a position where they should be kind of rebuilding. I feel like.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, I, agree with you. I was. So
0: thinking, I was funny because I was thinking about the NFC South a little bit today. Well I was thinking about, um, well, it kind of got there by thinking about Jacksonville, how they play in the, they play in the AFC South. Yeah, those two divisions might be in competition for like, the, the least accomplished or, like, least historic divisions. Like, there's no – like, Tennessee, Indy, Texas, Jacksonville. Like, Indy's the only one that really saves that division from having some sort of history involved with them. You know what I mean? I don't know if this makes any sense, I'm saying it out
1: loud. No, but. yeah, and their they're cool history is in Baltimore, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta. Um, I mean, there's, like, none there. New Orleans a little bit, but that's all for the, for the wrong reasons. For the most part if you take out you know
1: a yeah well when well, the afc south you have two uh, expansion teams in our lifetime jacksonville and houston yeah so right there those teams are kind of like blah to us and then the titans are i mean we're old enough to remember the oilers so they're basically an expansion team to us that's like three expansion teams
0: right there yeah and, the oilers and then a, Oilers do not have a great history to begin with so
1: nah buddy ryan right <laughs> uh was he the coach growing up? Probably Buddy Ryan. He got the job after uh, the Bears. Mm. Or was the e- I think he was Eagles then, and then uh, Oilers. Whatever.
0: He was in the Eagles for a little bit, yep. That's yeah, and then NFC. hit a guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then NFC. Yeah, the NFC South is uh, – yeah, the Bucks are just – I don't know. Gross. The Bucks are kind of gross. The, and Bucks the are- Panthers are another expansion team. The
0: Bucs are here now, but they'll be gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah.
1: No, yeah, yeah. The Bucs are nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They're like a stopgap champion. Once every 20 years, maybe they'll yeah. win a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. yeah but these things happen. You know, who knows? Maybe it is the Jaguars' time. You know, I mean, 25 years ago, nobody ever said that Tampa Bay or that the uh, New England Patriots had been the class of the NFL. And here we are. Everybody, you know, up until last year, everybody was looking up to them. Yeah um or two years ago i guess at this point but um so who knows maybe it is jacksonville's time and maybe the kid takes over and they're the next uh franchise but it's never a franchise is never just about the quarterback though it's it's a whole it goes to management and it goes to everything else they put on the field behind you know in front of the quarterback so that's probably not gonna happen
1: i oh, mean the cowboys war room they're showing right now it looks like the death star it looks like something out of star wars not that I missed it. Yeah, you might have. They just showed it really quick. So they took this uh, linebacker Michael. out of Penn State, Micah Parsons. We'll see. I haven't watched him play a game, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, here, this, is, this is always night where we watch a little bit of, uh, you know, we've watched five or six of their highlights. We're like, yeah, he seems all right. They're showing the five best plays of the guy's career. <laughs> It seems like
1: a good player. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's it's really obnoxious. The talking heads on this thing. I think it's Mike Greenberg's hosting, and I think it's Booger, and uh, who's the other guy who does Monday Night Football? Riddick. Is it Lewis Riddick? No, I. Don't. I mean, every guy that's drafted, just they just gush over. Oh, and it's yeah. like you realize, like more than half of these first rounders are probably gonna be borderline, like bust or at least borderline bust. It's just, part, it's just the nature of the game. Yep. You know, and they're just sitting there. Just he just went like off on Trey Lance, like loving Trey Lance. And I was just like, wow. It's like how many how many North Dakota State games have you really watched, Lewis? You know, you know, you know what I mean. What are you just going nuts over like the the fifteen second uh, highlight package yeah, you just I mean, saw? Like, relax.
0: Yeah, they have no clue. And we get on here, we you know, dick around and talk about it, but we you know, we're happy to admit that one of us is more clueless than the next on um, right, it comes of to these guys. But that's kind of part of the fun. Like, I don't, I'm not even really into the NFL draft. I hate the drafts, but I mean, it's such a production that it's like, yeah, I got the last two years have been locked
1: into it. It's crazy. Well, I think the, the thing that's helped the draft the last two years, obviously last year, COVID, it was the first sporting oh, event. Well yeah. I mean, It wasn't <laughs> even a sporting event. It was, uh, you know, the first thing that even mirrored a sporting event in right. uh, you know, six weeks or however long, two months we were into COVID. Yep. And then this year, I think what helps is the NHL and NBA playoffs. Usually they'd be going on at this time.
0: Yeah. You
1: know Obviously they're pushed back to May, so it is kind of the only show in town tonight. There's a few baseball games, though.
0: That's really it. Yeah, Yankees had a day game, so that helps.
1: Yeah, exactly. Don't normally, normally I things. mean, if we weren't doing – I think the best thing going for this is the, the show that we're doing, uh, meaning our show. I don't think I'd be locked into the NFL draft. I'd probably be flicking between this and, like, a baseball game. I don't know if I'd be zeroed in on it. And, with, and even with that, I didn't, I didn't put it on until, like, pick three or four. Yeah, because you I know I,
0: everybody's penciled in pretty much for, for the start of it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I knew – the only drama – well, there's no drama in the first two picks. We know Lawrence and Wilson. mm you know, did you, did you catch the soaking line he gave? I don't know if it was intentional or not.
0: No. He
1: said, I'm soaking it all in. From BYU, soaking. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know if he did it tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? If he did that with a little self-awareness, I kind of like him, but it's Jets quarterback, so I don't know. But it was the first thing I thought of.
0: I, look, I didn't, see, I didn't see Zach Wilson throw a pass in college, but on first glance, he's going to be eaten, eaten alive by New York. That's my, my first impression. That's it. Too much he's, of, like,
1: a cheese-eating grin?
0: I just – yeah, I don't think he's going I don't he, – he's going to have one bad game. You know, there's – I mean, I don't know. People, people talk about, you know, it's easy to talk about like, distractions, New York and I like that kind of stuff. I just – I feel like the media is going to just chew him up and spit him out.
1: It really is tough to prepare because we're older now, and we also grew up around here, so we kind of know how crazy New York is, the sports fans and just the pressure, bright lights, all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like a guy like John Carlos Stanton, right, who was traded here, and I don't think he really knew what he was in for here. And I feel like a kid who I don't know where he grew up. Obviously, he went to school at BYU, and I, so I don't know where he's from. But like, I, it's like it's hard to know. Like, does he know what he's getting into right now in New York? Like, how this is a fan base that's been fifty. Two years, like they're starved, man. And he's like he's coming with the weight of the world on his shoulders. And like eventually, somebody's gonna probably gonna take the reins with the Jets and finally lead them to a Super Bowl. I just like I don't know. I don't know if a twenty-one-year-old kid really grasps, man. Like it's a totally different situation than what Lawrence is going into. Uh,
0: Yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah, Jacksonville is no almost no pressure. I mean, they they you know they're thrilled to have them. but I mean. The, the spotlight's only going to be on him from afar because it's—I mean—it's a big—it's big news just because it's the NFL and he's number one pick. But the the fan base is going to be kind of behind him if if the lot if longer ever, of a leash. We yeah, we saw with like Donald, like you know, remember that the, as a Monday Night Football, he said he was seeing ghosts out there. I mean, like for a goal, <laughs> yeah. everybody was tearing this guy apart, like you can't be an NFL quarterback if you're seeing ghosts out there. You yep. know, you get get back to the get back and watch the tape. You know, what do you think Isn't that just no faith in the guy? Just like immediately, just like that. Yeah. And if, if he comes out there, is a bad bad game. He's gonna have to answer some questions. He's not gonna be prepared for it, man. I don't know how you prepare for that. How do you pre, prepare for success is easy. But preparing for failure is 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 even tougher because you expect to succeed, right? I mean, success isn't easy, but it's a whole. That's a much deeper conversation. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, you don't know to once the failure hits, and it could be the most minor thing, and they'll they, they'll jump the fans, the media will jump all over you, and you're done. I, I'll be I'll be honest with you, as a Giants fan, what, what Danny Jones has had to deal with is tough, but he's dealt with that aspect of it pretty well. You know, I don't think he's quite there yet on the field. I I still have, if I had to bet, bet money on it, I'd say he's not going to be the quarterback that this takes the Giants to the next level, but He's handled that kind of uh, criticism and, and, you know, the failures of the past couple of years pretty well. So he's pretty level-headed. It, take, it takes a special guy to do that.
1: Zach Wilson just looks like uh...
0: – <laughs> He just looks like – I don't know. He just looks like he's got the world on a silver platter. He expects to be handed over to him or something. I don't know. Just, I didn't like things, his...
1: things have come a little easy to him, you think? This is,
0: <laughs> this is all based on me seeing him tonight for the first yeah. time and just being like let's let's see what this, you know let's see what i can figure out with just my eyeballs here
1: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't know man it's tough Wait, like you wonder about a guy a kid like that 21 22 however old he is man like going to the jets like do you real, do you realize like well, I don't, if things have been easy your whole life to this point they're about to get so much tougher being a new york jet it is, it is, there's nothing easy about yeah, being a Jet, man.
0: That is, yeah, that's very true. That is a life that we wish
1: on nobody. Yeah. Uh. But again, I don't know. He could be the guy. He could be a bust. There's no, there's no way No. B. I I mean, a BYU quarterback, who the fuck knows? Yeah. There's no way. And even, even Trey Lance, man, it's even worse. North Dakota, like, you have no idea. Yeah. Did you see the stat about Lance that said, uh, Looks like pick number 13 is in. It's the offensive tackle out of Northwestern to the Chargers. Protect Herbert's blind side. Um, but did you see the stat on Lance?
0: No, no. What was
1: it? He, uh, it was, he has the least amount of passes attempted for any quarterback drafted. Jeez, man. I don't know. I could be making that up, but it was something along those lines. Tell somebody, like he has, he's 20, 20 somebody
0: Lance. Somebody recently had a pretty short career as far as, like, passes in the field, right? That was dropped pretty high. I can't – I was the past couple of years, I think.
1: Yeah, probably. I don't know. There's always a couple of guys like that. But I, with Lance, I think it was something crazy. Like the least amount of passes, I – yeah, there's no way of knowing, man.
0: Yeah, that's – I mean, that's such a big gamble, man, when you just, you're putting it on the line for a kid that you know almost nothing about. That's such a big gamble. You're right. It's, it's almost safer bet – safer pick just to get a piece. And deal with the fact that people are going to be moaning and groaning that you got an offensive lineman, but even then, if your fan base is passionate and that guy doesn't pan out, they'll, you'll hear about it, right? And they'll be want they'll
1: want your head if the guy sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's not the same if you whiff on a quarterback. I feel like if you whiff on a quarterback, it sets you back. Look at the Jets; it sets you back three years. Like yeah. the Jets are constantly, you know, my They're team. Stars. Same yeah. thing. You're always if you just set back like three, four years. It's a fucking vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're the Niners, I mean, maybe uh, Trey Lance will be in Green Bay next year.
0: It could be the plan. Yeah, it could be the plan.
1: Have well, Trey Lance and Jordan Love battle out uh, a little quarterback competition. Let me
0: say something about Aaron Rodgers real quick. If he becomes the Jeopardy host at any point, <sighs> I don't think I could watch Jeopardy anymore. Did you watch him? Yeah, he was fine. I, I don't want him there all the time, though
1: he's – all right, so – He's not a game show host. No, he's not a game show host. The problem with Rogers is with a game show host, you kind of have to realize what you're doing is kind of corny. Yes. You have to have a little bit of, like, self-awareness and humility. And I feel like Rogers, not that he doesn't have that. I think he has a little bit of self-awareness, but I feel like he's uh, – it's almost like he's doing – it's almost like he's doing it while he's, like, looking in the mirror almost, <laughs> if well, that makes sense. It
0: makes perfect sense, yeah. it sums it up pretty well right there. Excellent.
1: My, yeah. my wife was looking forward to him hosting. I don't know if she has a thing for Rogers or what, but she was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy. And by the end of the two weeks, she was like, ah, I was like, I gotta, she's like, I don't really like this guy. He's, he's very celebrity. fake.
0: He's a celebrity, that's why. He's not a a football player. He's a celebrity.
1: Yeah. He's not – I don't know. But he's not – I don't know. Oh, Vikings are trading their pick to the Jets. Got a little little action now. This is when the draft gets a little good right here, like middle of the first round. Yeah. Beginning of the draft's all bullshit. Like second round down is bullshit. But, like, this is where it gets nice, the nitty-gritty of the first round. Yeah,
0: shuffle them up. There you go. All right, Mac, jo- um, Mac Jones. by the way, is aged about twelve years. He looked like he was 21, 22 an hour and a half ago. Now he
1: looks like he's 35, 36. Maybe the Jets had taken Mac Jones, just doubled down. You can't—they <laughs> can't both be busts. <laughs> that would be Keep Mac Jones out of New England.
0: That would be that would be amazing if they if he drafted two QBs and they were both busts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the that's that'd be the end of the Jets as we knew them. I think. It would be the perfect Jets ending right there. Who
1: are the Jets trading up to get? There's a guard that's supposed to be good. That's on Mel Kuyper's list. There's a uh, – there's a, oh, there's that pass rusher. I'm hoping he falls to Miami, actually. Did you read about that pass rusher, Phillips? Okay, no. Apparently, he took a year off. Okay. He transferred from U- – he transferred from somewhere to Miami.
0: Okay,
1: He took a year off at some point and they're, and they're saying that if he hadn't taken a year off He would have been like a top 10 pick oh, He's that man. good Yeah, that's the guy you gotta jump, jump at Anytime you hear that You're like, oh, would have been The top 10, but he's got off the f-. You're like, oh yeah, I'll take a chance on that guy Yep. <laughs> just, give me the raw, just give me the raw Natural ability
0: and we'll Hopefully he straightens
1: we'll it out yeah. yeah,
0: we'll figure it out And if we don't, whatever Took a shot, we missed
1: yeah, if we don't, we'll see it next year, 2022 draft. That's usually the motto. <laughs>
0: for a lot of teams, it is.
1: So, yeah, so with Rodgers, yeah, he's uh, – I didn't care for him. I, you know what? I actually liked was Ken Jennings as the host. I've been calling for him even when Trebek was alive. I was like, Ken Jennings should be the next host.
0: Eh, Ken was Okay. I'm looking forward he's to see it. He's very
1: authentic, Ken. He's just, like, he is what he is. He's like, you know, he's kind of a nerd, but he, like, leans into it. He's just.
0: That's a big part of why I don't want it to be Rodgers. I can't have a jock up there replacing Trebek.
1: I think Rodgers thinks he's smarter than he really is. Definitely. Probably, yeah. For sure. Uh, My I wife don't... said she saw something on Facebook or something on social media that he had, like, little post-its written down where he was like okay. stand up straight, smile. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I didn't look into that, but I believe it. I choose to believe it without researching it.
0: That's yeah. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I he would to, be the type of guy that needed, needs those things.
0: I don't need to, I don't need to see it to believe it. I believe it.
1: Um, he's, look, uh, he's just, he, he comes off very, uh, He's a little bit aloof, I would say, which is fine. I don't mind that part of him. Sure. He just He's very – I don't know. He just comes off very smug. Yes. And, like, I don't know. He's the type of guy, like, you don't know where you stand with him. Like, he's just, he comes off so fake.
0: I agree. I'm a LeVar Burton guy. I want to see him. I want to see him do it first.
1: Yeah, he hasn't done it yet, right?
0: Not yet. Not yet. Anser Cooper's doing it this week. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's used to TV. Yeah, I mean, I like what they're, I like what they're doing. I like that they're just kind of just bringing all these guys in. I don't know if they're all tryouts or what. Or just, you know, kind of like a tribute and everybody's getting a shot to, you know, have a little fancy camp doing Jeopardy. Um, yeah. But I'm all for it, you know. That's kind of a cool way to to, to ease the blow of losing Trebek last year. Um, but yeah, push comes to shove.
1: I think, I don't know. Did you see the guy after Ken Jennings? The guy who was like the executive producer? Um, I don't know. Maybe. He was such a cheese ball. (laughs) He was like the type of guy who was almost made to be a game show host. He was that cheesy, but I wouldn't want him to be Jeopardy's host. Like he was much more polished than Ken Jennings. You could tell like he's in the business. I forget his exact title with Jeopardy, but he's someone behind the scenes. But he was just too, like, too, too game show hosty.
0: Yeah, and for, for, that's fine, but for Jeopardy, you got to be a little bit more polished. A little it's, bit more human. You got to be a bit Aaron
1: Rodgers is not human. He just You're doesn't right. come off as a real person. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. All right. So there, that's that's well, Rodgers. I'm glad that
0: we're on the same page uh, with that. <laughs> I don't think
1: it How could he be the full-time host, man? He's got a he already has a full-time job. I don't think doesn't does. make any sense.
0: I mean, all he does is complain about that fucking job.
1: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you only have like the best receiver in football. I mean, what else do you what else do you want, man?
0: Uh wherever he goes, that's what I just want to see is when he loses the next place. I want to see who he blames there. Because always somebody, it's always somebody's
1: never him. Never him.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole.
1: I mean, I'd probably take him to Miami.
0: No, you you don't want to deal with that fucking head.
1: Yeah, but it's just – I'll sell my soul trying to win a championship. He's 35, though. How old was Peyton Manning when he went to Denver? Do you
0: think the team around – you think the defense in Miami or the team around – I know he's he's better now than Peyton was when he went to Denver, but you think the team around – him in Miami would be is championship ready?
1: I mean, if you add Rogers, it, it uh, elevates them pretty big time. Jets just picked. They're clapping as Mac. Uh, not Mac Jones. I as mean, Mac Jones is on the phone though.
0: Yeah, tell me he's not getting picked yet.
1: Something Tucker. Yeah am not sure why they haven't put it on the screen. Elijah he just can't sleep at the Tucker. wheel.
0: Elijah Veritaker, a guard.
1: Oh, that's the guard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Jets, Jets are pumped. Fuck Jets.
0: Jets are – so, yeah, draft capital, man. That's big time, man. I get two, two first-round picks under – what was that pick? 14, under 15?
1: 14, yep. Now Mac jo- – so, Mac Jones on the phone. Does that mean he's on the phone with New England?
0: Was Mac Jones the one that uh, Belichick was ripping when he was like, overthrown in the in the combine?
1: Oh, I don't know. I didn't read that. Belichick was ripping one of the quarterbacks. Uh, he was
0: like shaking his head with like an overthrows and stuff, which you know is Belichick's showing emotion.
1: Yeah, it could have been Fields. No,
0: uh, maybe I don't know. I I don't think so. For some reason, I thought it was Mac Jones.
1: This would this would make sense. I mean. Belichick wants to take one more run. How old is he now? Is he 70 yet? He's got to be in his 70s, yeah. I don't think he's in his 70s. I would say maybe 70 even.
0: You're, late. You're putting the over under at 69 and a half?
1: Yes. <laughs> 69.
0: He's born April 16th, 1952.
1: Just turned 69. Just turned 69. Under <laughs> hits. <right>. Under, hits. <laughs> under hits. He's not in his 70s. All right, so uh, Belichick's his, got the mask hanging.
0: He seems like he's in good condition for his age, right?
1: Belichick, yeah. I mean, the guy's not retiring. No, he's not going anywhere. Especially with Brady just winning. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. There is no, there is no way. What is Belichick thinking during the Super Bowl last year? Is he watching? What's he doing? He's
0: he's planning for the offseason. <laughs> he he's might, not watching. He might have it on, but I think he's doing work. Probably. He's, he's not in used his to, office. Yeah, he's not used to not being working that day. Doesn't happen. Very yeah. Long. Yeah, he's definitely definitely at his office. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a lunatic, so who, like, I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever off. Does he take vacations? I don't. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he has a house in Martha's Vineyard.
0: Maybe Nantucket I, probably confuse those too. Probably has a war room in the basement there.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. if That's where he was right now, watching film. Yeah. Here is the Patriots selection. Now is this, is the Mac Jones era about to begin?
0: Oh the hush by the was- way
1: the. The fucking uh, the recliner or whatever that people are sitting in. What is that? Goodell's chair from his basement?
0: It uh, must be, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I don't know. Put all the fans. For, for,
1: for something, for, for uh, you know, an organization, not organization, but for an entity that is so big and king in the NFL, they could be real cornball sometimes. <laughs> I, you, know, I, you
0: know, Goodell embraced it tonight. He kind of came out like he brought in the booze. Like it, He's it, not I mean, fooling
1: me. He's not a human, Goodell. No. Not a human being.
0: He k l yeah, I gotta give him the respect he deserves. He keeps the machine moving along. And the fact that we had a full NFL season last year against all odds. We didn't miss one game of football.
1: That's true. As much as the uh, Tennessee Titans tried.
0: Yes. Mac Jones and the Denver and the Broncos for that matter. Mac Jones headed to New England.
1: Yep, the Mac Jones era has begun. Yeah, if you're
0: going to fall the 15th, that's the team to do it to.
1: Right. So if Mac Jones ends up – I don't know. Let's see Mac Jones' face here. He looks Mm
0: -hmm. game ready. You think so? All of a sudden, he put his game face on. He's walking through that corridor. Very serious.
1: I think Belichick purposely, you know, likes picking a guy mid-first round all the quarterbacks go in front of him, little chip on his shoulder.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll use that to his advantage.
1: I don't know about Mac Jones.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like this world, nobody, no, the most hated man in, the, in football right now. Everybody's going to be rooting against this guy. You have to. New England is a, one of those positions where nobody outside of New England roots for him, right? Like,
1: yeah, it's, I was thinking about that recently, you know, because you have all these, all these te- NFL teams where you have fans all over the country. There's like five or six of them that have fans everywhere. You have Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys. Niners. Packers. Packers, yep. Dolphins to a lesser extent. Dolphins have a lot of fans all over the country. Up, up and
0: on the East Coast especially, Yeah,
1: Yeah. And I think the reason that those teams have fans everywhere is because they were a dynasty at some point. You know what sure. I mean? Yep. Steelers in the seventies, Cowboys in the nineties and, you know, a little bit in the seventies. The dolphins had their little run in the seventies. Niners, obviously with Montana, the Patriots may defy that logic with their 20 year dynasty, whatever it was with Brady, they may not gain any fans anywhere else. They may actually have the opposite effect where I, although the Cowboys, no teams have haters. Like a lot of people hate those teams. I think the majority of football fans hate the Patriots, and just they have their little, you know, cult up in New England that uh, <laughs> rich formed.
0: I mean? it's probably it's probably two reasons for that. One's probably because the NFL has been had been around for long enough at that point, where everybody already had their teams, and also yeah. they, also they kind of they're the first dynasty of of the uh, of the. The package era so if you had a favorite team if you lived someplace and you like if you lived in oshkosh and rooted for the cowboys you had the you had the package you just watched them every week mm-hmm. so like i got you know i, I don't and, and and i guess your, your own team's are a little more accessible and also a very easy to hate team i mean brady easy to hate <laughs> Sibouch, like easy to hate you know the snarly kind of no nonsense no emotion guy
1: Right. Raiders. That's another team that has a lot of fans.
0: Yeah. All over the yeah, place. Love the Raiders. For no for no reason at all. Love the Raiders.
1: Yeah, the Raiders aren't really a hated team.
0: Football's fun because I mean there's I mean the Giants are the only team I root for. Well, like we talked about before, but with, with, with Jacksonville, like, yeah, I'll root for the no, you know. They're playing, i you know, I'm not rooting for them, I'm putting a jersey on. If they're in the, but if they're uh, in the play if they're in the playoffs and the Giants are nowhere to be found. Like all right, let's see. Let's 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 see them. They haven't won. They have won anything. They're harmless. Otherwise, let's root for them against you know
1: these other shit teams. So you like Mac Jones's makeup over Zach Wilson's at this point? <laughs> if you're if you're just going by uh, post pick, it's it's post-pick, not by post pick posture. The tri- three P's. <laughs> the, P, the three P's
0: of the NFL draft.
1: That's how we, uh, that's uh, how we judge things on Sunday. Poor like three P's.
0: Um. The, the, yes, he beats out posture-wise. He's he's got him beat out. I'm not sure anything else. I mean, he was sitting there. I, I told you, it looked like he was. The stress of not being drafted looked like it got to him for the first 14 picks a little bit. Don't like that
1: too much. Gotta see if he uses that to his advantage or not.
0: Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's fun to it's fun to uh, to say, oh yeah the let's watch Lawrence be the next, you know, LA or whatever. It's very easy to just say like, this guy's going to be a bust. This guy's going to be a bust. This guy's going to be a bust because most of them, most will be, of them, yeah, you know, most of them especially, are. especially the quarterbacks.
1: Oh God. So yeah. I mean, just I, look at, uh, just look at the Allen, the uh, Baker Mayfield class, Darnold's in Carolina now, Rosen. I don't even know.
0: And, and did, then you got Baker,
1: who's wait. Kind did Rosen win uh, a Super
0: Bowl? Did Rosen win a Super Bowl? Was he was he the backup to the backup? In uh,
1: oh, that's a good that's a good question. Did Rosen Super get a Super Bowl ring?
0: Yeah, Super Bowl champion. I don't know why we're all right.
1: both bust. So Rosen won that draft.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, stop the count right now.
1: Cardinal Zaven Collins, never heard of him. Linebacker, Linebacker out of Tulsa. All right, so the Dolphins are up after this. I'm kind of rooting for. Kind of ruined to take that defensive end, if I'm being honest. Do you know his name? Uh, Phillips, I think his name is. All right. Go for it, yeah. And then uh, it's tempting to take that running back from Alabama. Raiders are on the clock. Yeah, and they probably need defense. I could see them swooping in. Although who knows? I'm see I'm seeing on ESPN now that this kid out of Michigan is actually ranked ahead of Phillips, but I don't know, hometown kid Phillips.
0: Nice rolling the dice, man.
1: Rolling the dice. I like
0: it. I like where your head's at. I like where you're going.
1: And um where did we uh I kinda got I kinda got tripped up after round after pick eight. I kinda turned it off and didn't see what was happening. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so the Broncos took Sertan. That's who I thought the uh, the Cowboys were going to pick. I wonder if that's why they traded back. Do you remember his father for the Dolphins? No. no
0: I saw him, too. They brought him in and interviewed him. I, I don't
1: remember him. Yeah. He, used to, he was cornerback opposite Sam Madison back in the oh, know, okay. late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Eagles – all right, so I'm caught up then. Never mind. I, I think I just missed the Panthers pick and the uh, Broncos pick. There you have it. Beautiful. Raiders are on the clock. Beautiful. All
0: right. Yeah, this is such a dry hump of a night, though. Well, we've done a pretty good job, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a draft. It's, yeah. you know, I, I, it's not, I, much, I see- not much to it.
0: I see these people and they come out they wear all the gear they put the face paint on like crazy stupid ass hats come out there and they're going bananas for their football team for I mean I would assume some of these people have a little, have much better knowledge than we do but I would I would say most of them have just about the same amount of knowledge as we do as far as <laughs> who's getting drafted yeah. it's so funny when somebody gets drafted and like they they have like the, the camera on the fan base and they're like eh alright <laughs> Sure, they pick who. And there's just no like they, they, they're going, but they're going bonkers the whole the whole rest of the time. Cameras pan on I'm like, let's go Bears, where the fuck? Let's go! And then they make the draft pick. They're like, yeah, okay, whoever that is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it's special
1: type of it's a special type of uh, fan. The NFL does have some very uh, there's some some diehards, man. There's just yeah. there's some wacky people passionate with an illness yeah yeah no there's yeah there's there's some fan ira and staten island comes to mind i can't
0: i just i can't get that hyped up for my team then uh
1: no 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 way and you're still you're still what four or five months away from football yeah four months by the way ira from staten island left a voicemail for jj on his new show i mean the guy's just all over the place yeah, he loves.
0: He's a he's a he's a fan. I'm am surprised he hasn't called into us yet. Any anywhere he could be heard, he'll call into.
1: He's the guy. Is a uh, he's a radio AM whore man. Oh yeah, I just feel those guys.
0: What do you think when those guys call up? I'm not Otter specifically, but I would be furious if I was a host and somebody called up my show and started talking about another show like what they said. Oh, they said this on Maggie and Moose. Like, I don't give a fuck what they said on that show. <laughs> yeah, this is my show. Like I'm on for these fucking three hours. Let's talk about something else. Or you have you have an original thought and you bring it to me, or you have a comment about something that I said. Don't fucking come to me with what they said over
1: there. Crazy, right? It doesn't make yeah, right? It doesn't make a difference what another show says.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not here to talk about what they said. Call them up, asshole. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be so furious. I get mad when I hear it on the, when I hear it myself. He
1: right. Said, what, do we, what do we do? What do we do? Talking always? about other shows. Yeah. I and I hear you on that.
0: Somebody called up Richard Neer on Saturday morning. So my fault for listening to Richard Neer in the first place.
1: Uh, but, to me, it's tough, man. He's like an automatic shut off.
0: Yeah. Sometimes like he's just here in the car and there's, you know, I do a quick scan of the radio and there's Neer. You're like, all right, I'll listen to a couple
1: calls, whatever.
0: I'm not sitting there like, locked into the, the full show.
1: Yeah. He's still just not, not very good, so
0: he had a similar take on the movies that you did. Very depressed with the movies. <laughs>
1: All, right, yeah. All right then. Dick Nair, same I, page.
0: I watched two more Oscar uh I had one Oscar winner, one more Oscar one more, I, I don't know if I made one for the other one, but one Oscar nominee.
1: Which I ones watched, were they?
0: I watched uh Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which was okay. uh Chadwick um Chadwick Shoot. Bozeman. Oh, thank you. Bozeman, yeah. We, yeah. I got nominated for Best Supporting, and I guess there was a little bit of uproar because Anthony Hopkins won it. Uh, and I watched um, Another Round, which won for Best Foreign Film. Oh, all right. Which, uh, which was good. Another Round was about, uh, it's like about a mid-life, cri- midlife crisis, basically. But these guys are all middle school teachers or high school, uh, all high school teachers, uh, and they decide to like try an experiment where there there's some study out there where people perform just wife's tasks better if there's they have a blood alcohol level of 0.05. so yeah, it sounds
1: accurate. I would be willing to throw my hat in the ring for that experiment
0: yeah, it seemed like it seemed like a worthy cause mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you know it's, it it's good it gets a little dark here and there, I don't know it was good. If you like watching people get shit-faced on screen, it's for you.
1: Um, What movie
0: was this? Another Round.
1: Anyone famous in it?
0: Uh, Yeah, the main character, um, uh, Mars Mickelson or something like that. It's like one of those faces that you'll recognize. I don't really know where from, though.
1: Pick number 17, the Raiders are going with an offensive tackle.
0: Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood. That's a great fucking Raider name right there.
1: That is a Raider name.
0: Alex Leatherwood. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> oh yeah. Alex Leatherwood. Offensive tackle out of Bama. That's uh that him right there with the Nike, green Nike shirt on. He looks like a Raider. Yeah, he's ready. Six four. Three thirteen, yeah. I'll get in the okay. way. Some uh, get in the way.
0: Maybe that's where Rogers
1: is going. I did read that Vegas, and Denver were two of the uh, finalists. I don't know. You're going to the same the same division as Mahomes. It's tough. Yeah, it's got to be a wild card. So the Niners are too, are obvious, right? That's like the obvious team where he would want to go, and it would make sense. Probably. Who's the wild card?
0: Ooh. Um, hmm. New Orleans. New Orleans makes some sense. New England makes some sense.
1: They just drafted Mac Jones, though. I don't know. Mac Jones could be playing I mean, in Green Bay next year. True. They do have Jordan Love, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they don't necessarily need to trade.
0: Yeah, I'm not, sure that, to- I'm not sure Belichick's eager to start a rookie quarterback either. Oh, he's got Cam Newton still, too.
1: So Mac's going to be learning under Cam. Yeah. I,
0: I, what it's, it's Belichick, though. He's diabolical. Who's who's say who's, wouldn't bring in Rodgers and Mac and Cam and tell them they're all competing for the job?
1: <laughs> true. It is true. Belichick will do some wacky shit. Yeah, I don't know if there's another team I'm missing. There's that- nothing. And you would think they'd try and trade him out of the conference, right? Yeah,
0: probably AFC.
1: Yeah, probably AFC team. Not even it. Not even and the Raiders and Broncos would make the most sense in terms of needing a quarterback. Mm. I mean, the other teams like Houston's. Houston's a mess. Colts traded for Wentz. Tennessee's got Tannehill.
0: I mean, him in Tennessee would be dangerous.
1: Yeah, they still they still got three more years in the Tannehill contract though. That was a, that was a, oh, a big contract. That's a big number, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I we I think we hit everybody.
1: Yeah, it's it. I mean, Steelers, Ravens, Brown. Yeah, I mean none of those teams are. Yeah, that's it. It's the Raiders and the Raiders and Broncos. Those are the two. What teams an, the what an
0: what an asshole! What an absolute asshole! It's the fucking Green Bay Packers.
1: Oh, you know what about if they did? Because they said Russell Wilson was unhappy. Why don't they swap uh-huh. teams, Wilson for uh-huh. Rogers? <laughs> Change the scenery oh, man. for both guys.
0: Yeah, you think Rogers is happy in in Green Bay? Wait till he starts getting creamed in Seattle. That fucking
1: old one. Yeah, wait until Pete Carroll is coaching you. Be wishing for Lambeau Field. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. I mean, he, he used. To, I mean, he was nimble, but I'll, he's not quite as nimble as he used to be. He's not Russell Wilson nimble.
1: No, 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 Rod. He definitely would, lost uh, a step. He would get crushed. He'd be injured by week three. Yeah, Seattle hasn't done a great job rebuilding that O line. Ah, oh, come on, internet. There you go.
0: Here's that Dolphins pick.
1: All right. Pick. Dolphins is pick is in. Let's see. Phillips, defensive end, out of Miami. There you go.
0: This guy loves it. Glasses are fucking up. He's nodding along. Loves it.
1: This guy's wearing no socks. He's got a man bun. It's all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That PPP, man. I
1: don't know. I
0: don't know. Well, he's home. I assume that's his house, right? Still, you're on TV. Yeah, parents' house, maybe. Right, but maybe the the no, no shoes rule at the parents' house, it's possible.
1: No, I think he may have had shoes on, but he had no socks. Oh, a lot of no socks going on tonight. He got the gold chain. He looks like Miami. Yeah, six yeah, five two sixty
0: six. Looks like Miami, like Aaron Hernandez of like Miami. That's good.
1: Well, was he? Well, yeah, yeah. Aaron Hernandez did go to Miami.
0: <laughs> no, but he was from he was from the Northeast,
1: right? He was from my like God. Yeah, there. he was from Connecticut, New Britain. Right. Yeah. His Bad backyard. News. Bad news. Hard hit in New Britain. To produce a fucking murderer. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is the first pass rusher taken in the in this draft. I think this is. Uh, I just give me, give me uh just yeah, give me a ferocious back, yeah. pass rusher.
0: Yeah, it's such a. You got to have at least one guy who can get that kind of quarterback's heels. Yeah. Giants have been missing them for years.
1: Giants are almost up. Where are they going? What do they need? 20. Offense?
0: Well, they were – I, I think it was – I think if one of those uh, Bama receivers was available, they are going to go with them. They are both off the board. I thought they were going to look – why they
1: traded for, back.
0: I thought they were going to look for a lo- offensive lineman. There are some available, but they still traded back, which is fine. I think that was the right move. Um – yeah, I would think, like, I would think some line help. Maybe, I, I guess if this is the best pass rusher, he's gone.
1: I'm There's some sure. kid out of Michigan who's supposed to be a good uh, pass rusher.
0: All right, so maybe all not, they hold up for the Michigan. I'm all for, I'm all for defense. I'm all for defense. Win, I'm, you know, get the ugly part of the ball going. Ugly football. I need it.
1: Right now on ESPN, the best overall player is some linebacker from Notre Dame.
0: Oh, that kid's still available too. Yeah, I don't know if I trust ESPN's rankings. I've fucking drafted with ESPN's rankings for the past ten years, one championship to show for it. So,
1: if there's an offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that, I just when when they're talking about the receiver stuff, like they got Galladay, Saquon's healthy. You know, they have all they have. You know, hopefully uh strong shepherd will be okay, you know what I mean? They have weapons already.
1: Golden Tate
0: gone. Golden Tate's gone, long gone. Um yeah, so yeah, build other we gotta build other parts of the field around, you know, like we got Jones has enough fight. If Jones is good, he should be able to make this team work. But you gotta protect him. And yeah, so do, I
1: say go line of scrimmage, defense or offense.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm all for it.
1: Quiddy Quiddy Pay is the guy's name in Michigan. Some uh quiddy K W I T Y. That's like an it. odd name. I like it.
0: It's a football name. I like it. 6'3-261.
1: Like that. It's not two quite 6'5-266, but.
0: I like it though. It's fine. Bring him on.
1: All right. There you have it.
0: We'll get to the Giants picking up in a bit. You are you uh, ready for Derby or for the Derby, man? It's Derby weekend. It's one- I am
1: re- I am ready for the Derby, but I have this to say really quick. Yep. I'm a little perplexed by some of the other uh, scheduling around the Derby. Usually, there's a boxing match that night. No boxing match. Yeah. It's actually the following Saturday. Canelo is fighting. Uh, some like country music singer. I forget his fucking name. Billy
0: Joe Saunders.
1: Yeah, he's un he is undefeated, I saw, but I mean just Billy Joe Saunders. I'm like yeah. what the fuck is that? Well they didn't even have uh I don't know. There's no um there's like no like uh big NBA usually you'd have playoffs going on. That's the prop. You'd have NHL and NBA. Yeah. So you put like a NHL playoff game on uh after uh, after the Derby, you know, maybe there'd be an ABC game. I think it, I saw, like, the Warriors are playing the Rockets. Like, good luck if you're watching that. But, yeah, like, I saw, like, what NBC scheduling was after uh, after the Derby. 7.30 p.m., George to the rescue. Don't know what that is. <laughs> 8, 8 o'clock, they have a show called Inspiring America, the 2021 inspiration list. Oof. Talk about not inspiring that fucking show on prime time. And then, uh, <laughs> this one may have some appeal, nine o'clock Dateline: a car belonging to a missing man erupts in a blaze. That could get Ooh. interesting. Oh,
0: we DVR that. I don't know if I'm going to tune it in live
1: and no new SNL. So it's like, wow. What a like usually Derby day? And I understand part of this is because of COVID and the playoffs aren't happening, but, uh, not much else going, uh, Going on sports wise that it, day, usually it's, it's one of the best sports days of the year.
0: The Canelo fight being delayed a week sucks. Uh, not delayed. Well,
1: I, I understand why, because Cinco de Mayo is close. It's yeah. really it's Cinco de Mayo is right, right. why there's a fight, and it's closer to the following weekend.
0: Andy Ruiz is fighting on Saturday night, though. Have you? That week.
1: the big dude, the yeah. Must-
0: mustache. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a mustache.
1: Yeah, he's. Must- is he the one who had year? the big upset.
0: He- uh, yeah. Who did he, be, he beat? Um. He beat, uh, not Fury, not, he beat uh, Joshua, was it? Oh, maybe he beat one of those guys, yeah. He was a big upset. And then he got rocked the next time. maybe he Yeah, beat, right, which they, you knew
1: was happening. Yeah,
0: and then he got rocked the second time. I think it was Joshua. Um, so was he's it got, Joshua? Yeah. He's got a fight. And the only thing I see about that fight is that uh, the guy's fighting Chris Areola. It's yeah. Like a miracle for Chris Areola to see Andy Ruiz. <laughs> so, so Ruiz um, is a big favorite. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. That's what it looks like. Yeah, Joshua killed him the second time. Yeah. Or actually, no, it actually went to, it actually went to the scorecard, actually, but it was a unanimous decision. Oh, and that's the last fight he's had. He hasn't fought in, like, 18 months. Wow. Both of those Joshua fights happened in 2019. It was a TKO in June of 2019, and then the rematch was in December, and he hasn't fought since. All right, good to Dirt, see him back. All right.
0: Back in the ring.
1: Back. There so you go. You do have a
0: fight. That's you know, pay per view. I'm sure. I'm, I'm. sure. I'm not. Sean. Is it
1: a pay per view?
0: Says Fox pay per view.
1: Uh, hey, I'm to pay for that.
0: Pay per views have been well, like with it's like twenty bucks, for like a, you know, for like one fight.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: The pay per views are a little bit better. I don't know about this one though. Yeah. I have yeah. It.
1: So, uh, do you have, uh, do you do any, uh, dig into any research on the derby or winging it?
0: Uh, winging it, yeah. I, uh, I was going to do it today at work and then got kind of caught up with some meetings and shit. And then the Yankee game was also going on, which was, uh, taking up my time. T- wasn't working, but yeah, I mean, I got an idea. I got an idea what I'll be doing come Saturday. You got any long shots that you
1: like? Um, so I have one outside horse that I like. Okay. Third, I think he's a thirty to one uh, morning line guy. Did uh, I write down his name? Let's
0: see. <laughs> you lost your pen.
1: Uh, yeah, right. Um, all right. So the nineteen horse. Soup and Sandwich. Nice. Tyler Gaffleone's on him. He's 30-1. to Yep. I like the jockey, Gaffleone. He was on War of Will. He was – I believe he won the uh, Preakness in 2019. And the trainer, Mark Cassie, he was the trainer uh, of the Preakness horse and the Belmont horse in 2019. He was the trainer for both of those horses, two different horses. So the derby would make it an even – would round out his uh, own personal trifecta. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that would be a horse to look at. I kind of like the name, too, Soup and Sandwich. That's, that's really the only handicapping breakdown I have of that horse.
0: Classy, classy lunch. Yeah,
1: it is. I'm gonna Soup fi- Thai lunch.
0: I'm going to find it hard to not bet on, put a buck or two on Midnight Bourbon, Bourbonic, and Hidden Stash. It says all of the names. They put these guys right. in there because they know idiots like me will be like, "Yes, yeah, it's bourbon in the title." Yeah,
1: go with bourbon. Yeah, there's always there's always bourbon in a few, t- you know, these horses. I mean, ridiculous. Midnight Bourbon. I did look at so Midnight Bourbon 20, 20 to one. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. Mike Smith, fifty five years old. I love it.
0: I love it. What's his name? Uh, a couple years ago,
1: he was on Justify, by the way, too. That, yeah,
0: he's a good good jockey
1: been around forever. This could be like the Lifetime Achievement Award if he, if he pulls this out.
0: Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the guy's name? Uh, he retired now. He was... Uh, shit. I
1: don't Is that Dave Gettleman right there with the, uh, the glasses on?
0: I don't know. I got Todd McShay's Team Needs right now.
1: Oh. Uh, maybe you have a different channel on. I'm on ABC. Oh, ABC on ESPN. I don't know. If that was Dave Gettleman, he looks like a loser.
0: I don't see Gettleman. I got the war room. I don't see Gettleman.
1: Uh, Yeah, that was him. He's 70 Dave Gettleman? I don't want to be an ageist, but (laughs) your GM's 70?
0: (laughs) I mean, it doesn't inspire... If he was fifty, he wouldn't inspire that much
1: uh yeah. Cool. Um yeah, so like midnight bourbon just to throw a few bucks on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mike, it's Mike Smith. Who's the fucking jockey I'm talking I'm thinking of pick his in for the Giants? This is the jockey I'm thinking of. He was old, he's retired now, and like he didn't win the Derby, but I think he won at the at the Breeders. Oh, Gary Stevens. Gary Stevens, yeah. So you we, we bet on one of these old guys. You're kind of hoping for one of those Gary Stevens uh, last to Rob moments.
1: Yeah. And Mike Smith, one of the few jockeys who, I, I don't know exactly the stats, but he's won all three of the Triple Crown races. Not many jockeys yeah. can say that. Yeah. Nice. So experience, no substitute for experience. Uh, we like um, uh, Ired.
0: We like Ired Ortiz off the, out of the one off the post position there.
1: He's on one of the Pletcher horses, right? Oh, he's on a
0: Pletcher horse, yep. Uh, I
1: think that's the that's the best that's the best Pletcher horse, odds wise. It looks like it. Yeah, I'm gonna fade that horse. I think. Okay, All just cause right. I didn't write him anything down at bottom, so.
0: he's in on the one. That's a tough spot to be in.
1: Yeah, I mean, is you know, always a name you look for, and Pletcher's going for it this year. He's got. He's got four horses in there. Him and Baffert you always associate, with just as like the big time trainers. Yep. And Baffert this year only has the one horse. He's got uh the eight horse, Medina Spirit, 15 to 1 uh, Monday, yeah. uh morning line. Yep, uh, So it's Ryan. a light year, yeah, it's a light year for him. Uh but Johnny Velasquez riding them. He's won three derbies, Velasquez, including the last one that was in was yep. it was October or whatever. I don't even know, September. Uh, so that's that's a horse I would keep an eye on. Uh, I don't know. You got to monitor the odds because sometimes these horses get bet down based on who the jockey is. Yeah, it's it's just, shots. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the one that'll go down. It, it's. A, I mean, just based on Batford, Velasquez. that all, probably, that might even be down eight, seven to one, something like that, come Saturday.
1: Right. Uh, and I feel like uh, I feel like the the horse that's going to go off as the favorite is going to be Hot Rod Charlie. I still have a feeling because of the name.
0: Doug O'Neal horse, yeah.
1: Drug Drug O'Neal is his real name. He <laughs> fucking he injects his here we go. Giants picked a wide, a wide receiver, receiver out of oh, Florida. No. Why you, why? <laughs> oh no. Traded back to take a lesser wide receiver. Oh they Darius Tony.
0: Can't wait to hear this. Can't wait to hear why they went this direction.
1: Is already a bust? You're already running him out of town?
0: It doesn't, see, I just, it doesn't make sense to me Like why you're picking the receiver at 20 when you have so many other needs.
1: <laughs> that's all. Right. Yeah. I, just don't, I
0: just don't get it. He might be, he might be
1: great, but I've – he's 5'11". I'm going to say he's not great.
0: What is he like? He's going to like, be your punt returner. They want like a Tyree kill? Is he sp-
1: that's, that's what everyone's chasing now, man. I heard Waddle and Devontae Smith link to – Tyreek Hill. I mean, who the hell knows? How the I hell are do you going to Tyreek Hill? I
0: know, there's nothing against this kid, but I mean, it's not what I, I would have wanted.
1: No. I was out I of – uh, just, you,
0: just, you just got a big free agent receiver. Why are, you getting a, a, why are you getting a guy who's not in the top five wide receiver in the, in the draft? Top five pick. Does it make any sense? He was the, he
1: was the 15th best uh, remaining guy on ESPN.
0: Well, if it goes against ESPN's
1: <laughs> rankings and fuck them. But uh, there was two, at least there was two other wide receivers ranked ahead of him.
0: <laughs> so they could have waited until the next pick. They could
1: have got him in like the third round, basically. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I, w- I want, to be in Dave Gettleman's fantasy fantasy leagues. <laughs> Just jumping at guys he loves early. I, like, you know, could have got him two rounds later. Because you had him circled, this man to get him. I
1: heard a soundbite from Gettleman recently. I don't know what I was listening to—the fan or it's a podcast—and he doesn't inspire much confidence.
0: No, he's like—he's a GM. He's a New York Giants GM with a Boston accent. It's like it's really strange. It's like he's a. It's like he's um, a foreign agent coming to destroy our team.
1: Yeah, don't like it.
0: Yeah, Um, Uh, yeah,
1: the only other uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Oh, hot Hot rod Charlie. Yeah,
0: yeah, from Drug O'Neill. Yep,
1: from Drug O'Neill. That's not a reason. I'll I'll have another in 2012, and I think he got caught injecting that horse with steroids or something.
0: Yeah, that's not a reason to bet on a horse. I don't know what is.
1: No, I know. I just feel like it's going to get bet down. So, and I try and stay clear. The thing is, it depends where you're betting. If you're betting it with a bookie, you can lock in numbers right now i should actually look that up right now about what, what numbers i can get these horses at if you're betting it you know through the uh what do you call it, nyra is that what it's considered yeah. or yeah then you then you gotta rely then you have to take it at whatever it goes off at.
0: Is that right it doesn't lock in if you do it now you doing your phone doesn't lock in
1: no if you do it oh you're saying like with uh with one of those accounts yeah I don't know. I don't think so. I think it goes by the odds it goes off at. I've only –
0: I use it, but I've only used it like at post time basically.
1: Well, that's why I kind of wait till post time to bet a lot of times in that situation because I want to know – I want to know what odds I'm getting right out of the gate. For sure. And the derby horses, I don't see them on my site right now. Oh, no. Here we go. All right. Yeah. The only other two horses I'll mention are, well, the morning line favorite, Essential Quality, Louis Size is on him. Don't know much about him. Uh, and then the other two horses, the 15, Rock Your World, Rosario. Obviously, he's won the Derby back in 2013 with Orb. And the horse I'll look at, uh, the 17 that Castellano's on, 10 to 1 morning line, highly motivated. Yep. So, Castellano's never won a derby. Of all the things, he's won only a preakness, I think. And for a guy who's as, you know, accomplished as him. And Chad Brown, the trainer, who, you know, kind of a brand name, Mm -hmm. he's only won a preakness. So he's got no derby either. So, you know, safe to say they'll be highly motivated, both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, I'll have to throw a few bucks on that. I'll have to see what the. Because it's Castellano, he'll probably get bet down a little bit. So I don't, I don't want to take him at two, He's you know, high or low of odds. But um, I, the thing is, like Castellano's been one of my guys, right? So do you really want him to win the derby without you? It, it feel like – just feel yeah. wrong.
0: Even if it's just a – yeah, even if it's not a high number. Yeah. win a
1: couple bucks on him, just to say you did.
0: But his name, his name will be – his name alone will bring that number down anyway.
1: Yeah, like he's, our, he's nine to one on my site. Yeah, I see. So that. I, I could lock him in at nine to one, which may be better than what he actually goes off at. So nine to one might be a good number.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'd put a, yeah, put, put a 10 spot on him. Why not? And then uh, what is, uh, what, was, oh, what was the other horse? Oh, Soup and Sandwich. He's 30 to one, so I could lock him in at his, at his morning line right now. 30 to one.
0: Soup and Sandwich, a gray horse.
1: Is it a gray horse, yeah yeah has a gray horse ever won the derby?
0: uh I'm not sure a central qual- is it central quality a gray horse I think central quality is, and that's like the first Derby favorite to go off as a gray horse in years
1: I don't even remember last year's derby that was the day I think it was the day after my wedding. I was like just chilling at that. it was such a weird and like. It yeah. didn't even, it was so fake. Didn't I mean, know. I still bet it probably, but I didn't win. <laughs> oh, that was and real. In the year, in the year before that, was that the one where there was the, uh, uh, what was it? What do you call it? Review? I, I'm so out of the racing game right now. I can't remember what it's called. There it was a review. Yeah, there's a long Someone review. Someone threw That's the challenge right. flag.
0: Yep, there's a long review in the aftermath. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. that was a big, a big under, a big underdog ended up winning it. Because usually we had a we had a long string of favorites win this race. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Which yeah. is no fun. That's the worst. There's nothing worse than being in like a crowded place, and you got your tickets, and you don't have the favorite on one of them. The favorite wins, and the whole place is on bonkers, and you're like, "Why is everybody going bananas?" Because if you won, you didn't win anything. And it was, and why are you just rooting for a horse? Like it's not like. The Yankees? Yeah. The fucking Seahawks. So
1: what, you what, do you root, what do you root for the blackjack dealer, too? <laughs> Jeez, Root for the favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to make it a little interesting. I mean, I'll play a few trifectas probably. But, uh, yeah, I always try and find a horse with some value, just to throw a few win bets.
0: What's your uh, What's your – are you going to go into a place? Are you going to bet on your phone? What do you do?
1: I think on my phone. I think I'm booked like in the afternoon. I don't think I'm going to get there. Gotcha. I, don't, yeah, I do not think I'm making it. I want to, but it's not going to happen.
0: I wonder what kind of crowd that the, that the places around here will get. And I wonder what kind of crowd's going to be at the Derby. Are they full oh, Derby, I, Derby, I say,
1: is business as usual. That's my prediction.
0: Full capacity? That's a lot of people. Yes.
1: It's Kentucky, man.
0: I know that's still a lot of people, though.
1: All right, so I mean, I'm sure they draw like a huge crowd, right? Like hundred k at least. Maybe yeah. if it's like if it's half that, I mean, it's still gonna be packed. There's your guy. Should have been, should have been the Giants. Quitty pay. Quitty pay. There he is, future Hall of Famer. Oh, he looks like a beast too. Look at him; he's huge. That's a pass rusher. Oh man,
0: that's a giant. Yep, <laughs> Dave Gettleman, That's a giant.
1: It's the next LT oh, right tr- there. And
0: he's from the East Coast too. Is he? He's from Rhode Island. Uh, oh, fucking
1: Providence. Where's Tony from? Who Tony? <laughs> the guy you just oh. drafted. You <laughs> he already forgot your stud wide receiver. <laughs> From Mobile, Alabama. Wow.
0: That's ridiculous. That makes me so. I, this,
1: the PP. I think I might declare him a bust already. i just declaring him a bust. That's the PPP
0: it. on Quiddy was through the roof.
1: He did. Shit. Oozing charisma and confidence. Class. That's the three oh, C's. Oh, man. Charisma, class, composure.
0: Fucking <laughs> Outclass. is the Giants. Outclass in the draft once again.
1: Uh, I can't wait. I got to listen to the fan tomorrow just to, oh, just to hear the blood. people call up bashing Tony.
0: It's going to be a bloodbath.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. So Jets will get, Jets will get positive reviews. Giants will get slaughtered tomorrow. That, that's New York radio tomorrow. Yep. Yep. That's about it. With the uh, Cuban reserve, flag behind them.
0: Reserve seats at the Derby are up to fifty percent, and uh, okay. private areas with social distancing are sixty percent. And general admission ticket sales are approximately twenty to thirty percent. It's in the infield. It's hmm. gonna be crowded, but it won't be like it usually
1: is. Yeah, I feel like it's still gonna be a shit show, even if it's not full capacity.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I understand, so we we talked about the prequels before, uh, you know. We've been to the prequels before, bef- before the prequels got watered down, right? Uh, I did. I, from my understanding, Derby is like that, but times, whatever, up. I don't know a million.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it
0: is. What are they showing? Quitty Paine's family like escape from some war torn country or something. I just saw, like... Cuba? Eight, I just saw, like AK-47s and shit.
1: Man. Could have had a feel-good uh, story next year.
0: Feel-good story? you about being hungry. Oh, this is the yeah. guy wanted. Oh, man.
1: That was your guy, man. This Quitty pay.
0: Look, he's a football player right here.
1: God Colts, damn Colts headed in the right direction.
0: There you go. It's one of, it's one of those teams that I can root for.
1: Yeah, you're going to be rooting for the half of the AFC South.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. Oh, look at this. PPP through the roof. Oh, yeah. All business. I want Scott my team. You. God damn it. Unbelievable. And also unbelievable how I got disattached to this guy. After, I mean, maybe it was just with the disappointment. with the actual pick that the Giants had coupled (laughs) with seeing this guy for the first time. Back to back, right in your face. Yeah, right in my face. And my, uh, look at this, nice scene here, all the family all around. I haven't seen uh, anybody drinking at any of these family parties.
1: Yeah, I don't know. People are weird.
0: Uh, Yeah, my, my, just uh, judging people on first glance is through the roof right now. My my radar is way up, so yeah, yeah, I'm getting murdered right now. God damn it all! Whatever. Fort I'm sure I, these guys are football guys. I'm sure they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, sure. So, all right.
0: Well, with that, with that disappointing end, I wrap it up, and uh, we will go into the Yanks post show for a minute. Sure. All right. Well. This has been the Sunday Poor Draft Special, Kentucky Derby Special. Thanks as always to everybody for joining us, listening in. We'll uh, see you this weekend. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you this weekend if you're listening here. Uh, so thanks for spending time with us. We'll talk to you next week here on Sunday Poor. Ant.
1: All right. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Oh man, all my teams going in the wrong direction. Uh, Let's
0: go, Let's go. I At least the Islanders won tonight.
1: Shout out the Rangers.
0: I mean, they were up to nothing last. I saw that was hours ago.
1: Yeah. So I was, I was a little. I use the word irrational a lot as a fan because that's part of being a fan. Yep. But I was a little irrationally mad this afternoon okay i saw it coming from a mile away so so this team can't score runs right they can't situationally hit right we can agree on that that's like right in front of us yeah
0: yep.
1: so an actual bright spot yeah this year there's there hasn't been many bright spots it's only been 20 25 games whatever it is uh, but an actual bright spot hasn't necessarily been Ruggio Odor because he's hitting one, whatever the fuck. I mean, everyone's hitting under 200, but he, you know, he's hitting one we'll say. Mm-hmm. But one of the bright spots has been, he's actually gotten a few big hits like with runners in scoring position, two out hits, the hit against Tampa in extra innings that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, another hit he got, I think it was in Cleveland. I don't remember, but he's gotten a few big hits. So, He gets a big hit today. Fifth inning. Bases loaded. It looked like uh, they were going to leave the bases loaded because, you know, Glaber and GL strike out. Big hit by Odor. All right, so I'm feeling good after that. It's 2-1. to I feel good. Like, we're going to take three out of four. I have Cole going tomorrow with a chance to get back to 500. All right, O's tied up. It's fine. And then... First batter, yeah. I mean, if there is... I mean, if you've seen a worse managed three innings than the eighth, ninth, and tenth, I would like to see that. Because this, this managerial performance today Not a from the spot. eighth inning on, from the, I mean, they should hang that box score in the clusterfuck, whatever the fuck, <laughs> Hall of Fame, head up your ass Hall of Fame. I mean, they should be showing those final three innings in clubhouses like 50 years from now. Like, they should do it scared straight. They would scare <laughs> kids. Not, like, this is what they should be showing managers. It was so bad. It was so bad. I mean, the eighth inning, the O's bring in a lefty, okay? 2-2 mm-hmm. game. Gio leads off. He walks. Great. Okay. Paul Fry walks him. That's exactly what I would expect a guy named Paul Fry to do. Like, let's yeah. light this guy up. Forget lighting him up. Let's just scratch a run across and get six more out. Well, that That's was all Paul, I'm thinking about. That was Paul Fry. I thought it was
0: Randy fucking Johnson.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. You would think. You would think, okay? And I see and I hear Sterling go judges on deck. So I'm listening to it on the radio. I'm not exactly keeping track of the lineup, but I have the, the uh, game cast on. So I see, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, Odor is up next. And they reference it on the radio. They're like, yeah, he's pinch hitting for Odor. And I start to think, I'm like, you have Hicks up after that. You have Sanchez up after that. Uh, you have Fraser up after that. You have Gardner up after that. You have four fucking guys hitting under 200, I and mean, Odor is too, to be fair. But he's actually, <laughs> actually showing a pulse in some big situation. Yeah, the,
0: trust, the trust factor is raised a little more than Gardner, for
1: sure. Like, Gardner, you don't and, wanna... and we use the word irrational. They've been so bad in situa- situationally hitting this year that when a guy like Odor does get a couple hits, I irrationally trust him more than I know I should. That's
0: not, that's not irrational. I mean, it's, you know, he's showing that he can get it done well, occasionally.
1: Right. And you and we, unlike the Saber matricians, believe in hot. We believe in riding a hot hand, which apparently yeah. nobody in baseball does anymore. So that's that's fuck up number one. And it just it's like the game spiraled out of control. It was like when you have a party at your parents' house as a kid when they're away. Yeah. And you're like, I'm just gonna have a couple people over. All right, you know what? We'll let let Joe over. Joe can come over, but that's it. Oh, that's that what a- pitch hitting that's what pinch-hitting Judge was right there. Yeah. It was like, all right, we're just going to pinch-hit Judge. It's no big deal. We'll get Odor out of the game. All right? W- regardless, Judge goes out on three straight pitches. Can I just fucking go off on Judge for a second? If you are a in, grown man, okay? Yeah. You are a grown man, and you're letting another – as a professional, you're letting another grown man in Aaron Boone, I know he's your manager, actually go out to the media – and tell other people that you're getting two days off because you are sore from traveling. I'm sorry. I'm not paying you a fucking dime when your <laughs> contract's up. If you're taking days off because you're sore, what, you're yeah. 29 fucking years old. You're not flying spared airlines. What the fuck are you sore
0: from? <laughs> Riding the train from uh, Chicago to Tallahassee. Have
1: some fucking pride. There's no. Pride. There's no balls. There's no nothing, man. Like what the fuck? you're I would be so embarrassed. Forget about as a man. Forget about any like toxic mass, None of that. I would be just embarrassed as a professional to have someone go out there and say I wasn't playing because I'm sore. <laughs> Two days you're not playing because what does that mean? What does sore mean? What does that mean? My eyes are sore watching this fucking team play. You're under
0: five hundred for fuck's sake. <laughs> How like sore?
1: That and boot a, has I the balls to come. say, "Oh, he's as tough as they come." He's as tough as they come. And what the fuck was Mickey Mantle playing with every injury under yeah, the sun? Man. Who what, played what here? What the left? fuck was when, Derek Jeter when yeah, he was playing were in Bronx, with a hairline bro. fracture in his ankle? Like what? Uh, it's yeah. All know. right, so that's my – that's just – I'm ricochet shot, I'm judge, but he fucking yeah, that, deserves that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't like him, man. He hit a dagger the other night, and then he's at my a for two days because he's got a lower body injury. Sore?
1: Get the fuck out of here. So- and not for nothing, they've been in Baltimore two days, so that's a bullshit excuse. It's not like he just got off the plane. Like, yeah. What the fuck? So I would be – again, I, I can't reiterate this enough. I would be so embarrassed Get a fucking if massage. my manager – was out meeting the media, telling people I couldn't play because I was sore. Like I would be, I would be, I would, I'd be afraid to leave my hotel room in shame. Like that is just so embarrassing to me. That <laughs> you're, you're not playing because you're. Dead. I've never heard that before. I've never, yeah. I've never, I've never heard it in football where you get the shit beat out of you. Never mind baseball.
0: Yeah, stretch <laughs> for fuck's sake, stretch, or just play the H. For a, a game and don't tell anybody that's you're just taking a day like a half a day whatever you right wanted, you wanted to work this other battle whatever just fucking figure it out sore is right. in baltimore man you guys are just trying to stay above water
1: and bro sore is so unacceptable
0: run. you talked about it man just you just hit a home run let's get these guys fucking rolling maybe they yeah. weren't resting every other fucking day going on a vacation for like taking these fucking personal days it could get, you could get a little bit of a rhythm going. It, don't, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. And like nobody on this team has the balls to be like, no, I'm playing.
0: Oh, I, just, I, I would kill this one guy to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking playing. I don't care if you, I don't care if you saw that little – I just oh, I just stubbed my toe. I'm playing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, really. a, little bit, you know- a, little, a little bit of pride, man.
0: And by the way, I'm just going back on a fire boom fire him get him out of there I know he's never oh, well, been
1: I've even I've even gotten into Boone yet I, I that yeah. was the first fuck up no, he had. yeah sorry Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean he will but believe me when believe me today was his Mona Lisa like when when Boone is no longer the manager like in the year 2042 I think we might look <laughs> back at today this one's going to be hanging in the loop, right? right next to the Mona Lisa this was this was his masterpiece Oh, so, yeah. okay, so Judge strikes out, of course, and then the next two guys, I think it was Hicks and Sanchez make it out. All right. So now, the eighth inning, Belichick feeding his dog, what an asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Belichick, fuck, in my head now. So, ninth <laughs> inning, uh, we're down a run. Uh, oh, before I skip ahead. Because Judge can't play the field because he's sore, we have to burn two spots with that. And Tyler Wade has to go in and uh, play second base. And, and uh, I think it was DJ gets moved to first. Yeah, DJ gets moved to first. Wade goes to second. So now the immoral Tyler Wade is in the five hole, okay, which I texted you right away as soon as it happened. I was like, sure, this isn't going to come back to bite us. More on that later.
0: Tyler Wade shouldn't even be on the fucking roster. <laughs>
1: Tyler three... Wade is the worst fucking Yankee in my lifetime. I can't think of a more useless fucking guy than Tyler Wade.
0: You have three spots on your bench. Why is he taking up one of them?
1: He is fucking useless. He is so fucking useless, Tyler Wade. Okay? And now he goes in to play second base, and he's in the five hole, and because you pinch hit Mike Ford, in the ninth inning, and the game eventually goes into extra innings, uh, you know, because Ford pitched it for Frazier. Now Tyler Wade's in right field, okay? Tyler Wade is in what right field. Uh, LeMay, Hughes at second, and Mike Ford is at first. So somehow, somehow Boone managed to weaken his lineup and his <laughs> defense in a tie ball game going into extra innings. Do you know how fucking impossible that is to do? you know how almost impossible it is to do to weaken your lineup and your defense going I, I, forward in a game?
0: Easier, it's easier than we thought. We've seen what they're on two eyes.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, leading off the 10th. You knew they weren't scoring. Uh, Wade leading off – you just knew it. If you can't
0: get a fucking bunt down, why is, he, why is he on the team? If, if you can't – The if, one <laughs> thing we need you fucking to do, Tyler – what a fucking stupid name, Tyler. The only thing man. we need you to fucking do is to lay down a goddamn bunt. You can't even fucking do that against the. Back. If there's one thing that
1: Tyler should be able to do, it's bunt.
0: Uh, yeah, there's the one thing we need to be able to trust you to do at once you know, every other month. You yeah. can't get the fucking bunt down.
1: Right. So he can't get a bunt down. He tries to bunt with two strikes, oh. whatever. You can yell and scream about that. He wasn't getting a hit, regardless. Um, obviously, he should have been swinging the bat, but he probably wasn't getting a hit anyway.
0: Should so, so they, they who go to the no. team. Jimmy had a big league roster. Doesn't make No. You have a short bench. Why do you have such a fucking minuscule pipsqueak of a fucking ball player? <laughs> uh, he's not even a ball player. Why do you have a guy taking up space? Just fucking. There's got. You, someone... you trade
1: Mike Talkman, but but Tyler Wade has to be on the roster. Yeah, you
0: traded fucking Talkman, man. That guy, that a guy who could get the bunt down, who could take an extra yes. base, who could score from first on a double. If we ever fucking did that, for Christ's sake.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Who the fuck and is I... Tyler Wade? Why is Tyler Wade still on his team? We already lost one goddamn game. I'm blaming this one on trading Talkman, and boom.
1: trading So Cashman and Boone basically Basically who we're blaming the whole season Uh, So I always So I always said about Wade like his absolute Ceiling was Homer Bush right 25th man on the roster pinch runner
0: Near Homer Bush
1: Right he's not anywhere near Homer Bush You know how many years Homer Bush is on the Yankees Two fucking years Because he wasn't that good We're going on year five of Tyler Wade Being on this roster why I have No fucking idea I have no fucking idea why Tyler uti- Wade is still on this team.
0: You can't find a better utility man than Tyler Wade. It, there's gotta be somebody out there just fucking yeah. at, at the end of a bar someplace. Right.
1: So then that's not, so then you know when they go to the bottom of the tenth they're losing, right? But mm-hmm. again, but a, again, there has to be another fucking boneheaded, head up your ass decision. Okay. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, the Orioles are able to get a bunt down. Okay, they're able to get a bunt down, move the guy to third. I forget who. I think it was the nine hitter that got the bunt down. All right? And then Cedric Mullins, who we talked about the other night, who's just, you know, I think we talk about a guy now on every team we play. It's like a Yankee killer. Maybe it's just start pitching. But, all right, regardless, that's, that's a story for another day because the pitching's actually been pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, Cedric Mullins comes up. Najee Harris to the, to the Steeler. That's a good pick. That's a typical Steeler pick. That's the Bama running back. All right, so Cedric Mullins comes up, man on third. Is that velour? Is that a velour jacket? Man. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. He's got the three Ps going. Oh, yeah. So so Cedric Mullins comes up, who's been their best hitter all series against us. He's been like three. You know what I mean? He's, he's hitting 380, yeah, he okay? The, the automatic baseball 101 move here is to walk that guy instead of the double play. It's –
0: and Boone's, Boone's defense, like, if, if, you know, if he was a guy who grew up around the game and like had a, family members that played ball and managed you know, for the past 100 fucking years of the goddamn sport, then maybe he'd understand it a little better. But he is still kind of learning on the fly,
1: right? Well, yeah, and his father was one of the worst managers ever. The apple didn't fucking fall far, I'll tell you uh, that. How, and, and you know what? You could use the argument, well, yeah, but if they walk Mullins, he's a base stealer, he's a fast guy, he takes second. Well, then you got to walk the next guy. It's like, dude, sometimes, dude. You gotta, sometimes you you got to walk the bases loaded. Some, you, you have to prolong the game where, you know, you got to make it where a double play gets you out of the yeah. inning. You have to make it where you don't lose the way they did. And, of course, Mullins, who's hitting, like you said, 380, sack fly. It was ABC baseball from the Orioles. The Orioles, okay, who are going to come in last place, are going to probably lose close to 100 games, 90 games, beat us uh beat us with fundamentals today and yes. that to me is just unacceptable on so many levels they outmanaged us outplayed us out everything out yeah. everything does. and that's unacceptable
0: i'm sick of the excuses man oh well the other team gets paid oh well if, oh if judge gets to hit there you know we're talking about how great of a move it is if he, he didn't so but yeah if he did yeah great he did but i mean it goes against everything we know about the fucking sport um, you got, you know, he's has got back, in, but you, but you do back into one once in a while. Uh, but he didn't get a hit there. So we're not, we, we are talking about it. Uh, you know, oh, they get going soon. Oh, Giancarlo was three, had three hits today. I don't give a shit. Right. I don't get It's it's, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. hasn't been good enough all season. It's, we, you know, we, we, we've said, you know for the last two weeks all right they'll be fine they'll find a way to win the division they'll find a way to be in the playoffs and that might be all well and good yes. you know maybe they'll maybe they'll, they'll they'll get one of the nine wild cards and they'll get in the playoffs
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: but it's not it's not about that at this point this is not a team you can trust it's not a team like I want to have fun watching a team that's part you know not to know and because cares about fantasy, but I picked up Jordan Montgomery today because I want to root for the fucking team a little bit. Like I I people get up people get up there. I'm like, oh Hicks. I'm like, oh, like Gardner, like I love Gardner, but like it's hard to root for you right now, Brett. Yeah. And there's just guys in the team, like, all right, Stanton, maybe he runs into one and it's a moonshot and it's fucking great when he does it. But, you know. Big, big spot comes up. We know who's, who's going to sink like a fucking stone. We know who's going to fucking be a ghost. Fucking Casper, in a big spot. Yeah. Boone, who I cannot look at, who I cannot stand, who they show his walk-off home run on, yes, against the Red Sox from 03. And I get like, <laughs> it makes me sick to my stomach. I'm like, this is the curse of fucking Aaron Boone. Like, that was the last time the Yankees had success against the fucking Red Sox. Then what happened? This idiot goes and fucking plays basketball. A gets traded to the Yankees and it's never the same again. 04 happens and, it's, and everything changed after 04. And That's his Aaron history. And it's Aaron Boone's fault. And now look at him. He's a fucking. He's, he, he's, he's actively trying to lose games. It, you, wish not, Kareem,
1: you wish Kareem Garcia hit that home run in 03. He'd be the manager right now, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't fucking take any shit from anybody.
1: Right. Not a player's coach. Who is Karim Garcia? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, there's, there's no accountability on this team for anybody. I mean, oh, yeah. Fra- Frazier was like at a big error, a big uh, base running blunder last night. Judge that a big base running blunder a couple nights ago. And the, the guy who's holding them accountable is the guy who managed today's game. It's a fucking joke. It's right. a fucking joke. It's I mean, not good. There's no accountability for Boone. There's no accountability for the players.
1: It starts at the top, man. How's a little weenie? Cashman is just like – just power – on like a power trip, thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, thinks he's God's gift to baseball. Yep. It's just not good. No. You know, Cashman – I mean, I don't want to pick on Gardner, man, but like he's – keep bringing Gardner back year after year, man. Like, what are you doing?
0: I didn't really mind him as – I was on board with him being a fourth outfielder. Okay. Right. It was just kind of one of those things. Like, if it works out, that's great. And if not, he's just a fourth outfielder. He's playing a couple days a week, bat ninth. But we've seen him in the three-hole. We've seen him leading off. And he's in the middle of the fucking lineup, like a big piece of your team. That's not what I wanted him as at all. You know, have no. him run, have him come in, you know, for tighten up the deal a little bit. I mean, I think he's the best defensive outfielder. but fucking – A little bit of speed out there, whatever. You know, just, there's ways to use him.
1: As a piece, but not as an integral part of your team, though. No, oh, Cashman's at the bargain bin, man. Telling you he got the brand-new DVD, but it's really in the dollar bin. No, no Cashman, is, Cashman is Frank Ricard in old school. He's wrapping up the same goddamn toaster, trying to pass it off to people. Okay? Like this exact model? Yes, this exact outfielder, Brian, for the last five years. That's the guy we've had. Yeah, this is –
0: this is that utility player who can't hit and we can't trust playing the field ever. Yes. This is a fucking team
1: mascot. Yes. Now, are you sure? This guy, G A, yes, Brian, <laughs> Brett Gardner, Brian. This is the same guy you've been bringing back, hitting and penciling him in the fucking three hole like an asshole. <laughs> Wade? Tyler? Oh, <Wade. laughs> do think so. Yeah. Yeah, Wade's another example. Just a guy just did just five years he's been on the team. Imagine Tyler Wade being on a team five years with George running things. Oh my God. What is it? What's the value George of it? George Steinbrenner would watch Tyler Wade hit once, and he would make sure, like he would make sure he'd never played in baseball again. Be like, you fucking stink. Yes. Publicly. Look back yeah. what he said about Hideki Yarabu. He yeah. would, he would eviscerate Tyler Wade. Oh. Uh. The first time he fucked up in a game in a big spot,
0: and so into into a fault, like he wasn't like like let's be honest, George wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination.
1: not, which is not good, at all.
0: Which is good to have a guy that would that that you knew was wanted results, and tomorrow, and he expected them. And if he lost you a series, if he lost a series, you lost a series to the Orioles. You or lost a series oh. to the Red Sox. God forbid you lost a series to the Red Sox. Everybody's gonna fucking hear about it.
1: And what do, like, think, what do you think? How, what do you think it's like? Like, walk me through a day in the life of like Hal Steinbrenner? Uh, what does that guy do? Hal
0: probably wakes up at like seven thirty in the morning, goes downstairs, mm-hmm. has a special K and a cup of coffee, uh, maybe watches a C span for an hour, and then uh, oh, yeah. and then he then he goes out. Then he then he maybe has somebody ring him the newspapers. And he opens up the pages. He reads the business page. He reads the front page, and he's like, "Oh, one of the Yankees won last night." And it's current <laughs> sports page. That's, that's what that's what
1: how's living in like '93. Like when you're a kid, like, oh, I went to bed in the sixth inning last night. How'd they do? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Only he's a fucking investment banker, basically posing as a baseball guy. Yeah, Or just, or, or just calls uh, Cashman like once a week. How's everything going, Brian? Great. All right. Talk to you next Tuesday.
1: Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Happens. That's probably more what it's like.
0: Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's going exactly to plan.
1: Ah, slow star. It happens.
0: That's a account- captain. No account. <laughs> <We're> trying- <laughs> and it raises <everybody's laughs> excuses, man. It's excuses up and down, up and down. There's excuses, man.
1: I know, they, like, I know they say batting average doesn't matter anymore, which I'll, you'll never be able to convince me how it doesn't matter. Yeah. But does it matter when you can't score a run that now does it matter? Like, like, yeah. like can, we, can we point at the batting? Like, at what point are we like, yeah, maybe we need guys who have a little bit higher batting yeah. average. Like, I, don't understand the, I don't understand the argument of how batting average doesn't matter. If you're hitting one if you're hitting one like 30, whatever hits hitting one forty, that means you hit when you make contact, 14% of the time you reach base safely. That's terrible. No, it's not good. Right? So in what world does that stat not matter?
0: It's it's no, I know there's like more inclusive stats, but I mean I'm not a mathematician and I love the stats of baseball. But you want to talk about like BAPIP and, uh, you know, all these other just offshoots of numbers that are just kind of telling you what happened last week. Like, okay, how many times you get to bat? How many times you get a hit? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll tell me he's on-base percentage. Tell me he's slugging. That's cool. I get an idea of what's going on there. But if if you're a 330 hitter with 20 home runs and uh, 75 RBIs, I'll take you over – a guy with a lesser batting average and five more home runs, I think. Yeah. Because if there's somebody on base and you're striking out and not putting the ball in play, you know, I, I just, it doesn't, I don't understand. Yeah. The hatred for the old numbers is crazy. It doesn't make any sense. To me.
1: The hatred for batting average, I will never understand. Now I understand like if if two guys right side by side, both are hitting, let's say two thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But one guy's on-base percentage is 400, and the other guy's is 300. Then I understand batting average not telling the whole story.
0: Right, but if you're watching the games, so though, you know that the guy who's getting on-base has a better eye, takes better pitches, maybe hits the line drive, gets caught more often than the other like, like, There's things, if you're watching the game, it's not just about the numbers. Like, you could, Right. You, like, uh, so Who's making, like, loud outs recently? I guess I don't know. Is it Frazier really hasn't. I like, guess I wanted to say Frazier, but
1: I nah. Know. Frazier's. I don't know.
0: Odor, Odor, Odor makes some some loud outs. I like hit him where yeah places. But it's like a guy where you're like, all right, you know, he just gets a little unlucky here and there. Yeah, he does strike out a little bit too much for my taste, but you know that's also part of the game these days. And uh, I'll accept that if you accept the fact that he finds a way to. Come through in the big spot. Like I'm not saying it's not like it's not superstition, it's not supernatural, it's not fucking magic that he gets hits when it's late and close. Yeah, that's stepping up and figuring out how to get a hit, and not—it's right. grinding, man, and not just sitting back and taking a hack and hoping for the best. It's being a fucking yeah. hitter is what it is, right? And Old always, always been a hitter. He's always struck out a bunch, but he's always been a hitter, though.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a very all-or-nothing guy, low-batting average guy who's going to run into some. Yeah, for sure. I don't
0: think he was like a big home-run guy, though. I just think he – mm, he, he hit over 30. Did he really? All right. But I don't I think, think he, so. He was not like an all-or-nothing home-run guy. I never got the impression of that.
1: I f- yeah. feel like the past few years he's kind of turned into that. All right. He's I mean, got- I could, his, his statistics at least tell that yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: okay. I feel, well, at least watch him for the past two weeks. I see a lot of line drives from him, you know. It's not like he's popping up
1: a lot. Yeah, he hit over thirty home runs three times. Okay,
0: that doesn't mean he's on nothing though. Well, not like Joey Gallo on nothing, is he? Mm, better hit him He better.
1: struck. I mean, he struck out one hundred seventy-eight times in twenty nineteen. He hit two hundred five. The other, he hit thirty home runs in twenty seventeen. He hit two hundred four. <laughs> okay, so a little bit. So long. he's not. Yeah, he's not going to hit for a high <laughs> average. Right. 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 Yeah, I mean, he he again, gives you a decent at-bat.
0: But again, so. watch, watching the games and seeing what they do. And that's like when Hicks comes up, like, can't stand Hicks. But I'm like, all right, maybe he'll foul off a couple and he'll walk. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, it. No, that's I, the only
1: hope with Hicks. I know, he,
0: yeah. I know he can get on base one way or the other. Or one way, not the other.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. H- Hicks has just – if there's one guy who hasn't lost confidence, it's Hicks because he thinks he's Ken Griffey Jr. circa 1997.
0: Oh yeah, he walks out there like he's
1: in a Nike commercial every time. And he sw- and he just swings like like gone, and it's just miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, he's so confident.
0: If I do it, the verbal mean of the guy shooting shooting the three, the Laker <laughs> shooting it, turning <laughs> and giving like his arms and it rims out. That's Hicks. Yeah,
1: that's Hicks at the plate.
0: Very entitled team, the whole team up and down is very entitled. they feel like they just they feel like they're the New York, Yan- they feel like they're the 27 Yankees, or they feel like they're the Joe DiMaggio Yankees, like winning five out of six, whatever, whatever it was.
1: You know, right? You got to produce if you want to carry yourself like Yankees, I mean, you got to play like it,
0: yeah, playing it simple. got to get to the World Series, you got to win the World Series, you got to get back again and do it again and, and act like that's, that's only goal. The only it's not resting. It's not rescuing your tired and sore legs. It's not, it's, it's not shit. It is not even winning a series against the Orioles, although you're, you better goddamn win this series against the Orioles. It's about, okay, this is good, but we have one fucking goal. And if it's not getting, if it's not winning the World Series, it's a, it's a failure. It's a, it's a, that's the mindset right there. Yeah. That's, not, that's what the mindset has to be. From day one, from, and from spring training on through, last out of the World Series, it's got to be It's either us or it's a failure.
1: Right. That's what, that's what should be driving you.
0: I need my fucking rest. And every game counts because every game is a chance. Like, we talked about the 9 team. And uh, we talked about them before the season started. And when that team had a lot of those comeback wins, those walk-off wins, the pies to the face. And that's all like being part of a fucking team and finding a way to win together, finding what works for you to win together. But if you guys aren't out there every goddamn day, you're not going to figure it out.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So get the fuck off the fucking pine. Get a fucking lineup with some consistency. <laughs> well, I don't see Urshela in the four-hole one day. I see Odor in the four-hole one day. Then in the nine-hole. I see Gardner in the three-hole. Get some fucking consistency. And that starts with the guys playing every fucking day. And then just working out through those issues day in and day out. You have fucking issues in the team. You're not going to fucking fix them by sitting on the goddamn bench.
1: I agree. DJ, Stanton,
0: Judge, one, two, three. Lock them in. and Don't fucking pull them out until July. Take a fucking (laughs) break. Okay, there's a fucking all-star break. That's what it's for. for (laughs) You have a fucking DH in the middle there. DJ should be playing every day. You guys give him a monster goddamn contract. Ah, whatever. I can't fucking. It's arguing the state of baseball. It's fucking yelling into the wind because it's not going to change, and these people are fucking stubborn and stupid and clueless. The guy who managed the guy who managed today's game is in charge of getting the Yankees back to the promised land, and that should be
1: terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. They
0: ever win the World Series? It'll be in spite of their manager, and in spite of
1: a few of the players too, I think. Yeah, it's probably why it's an uphill climb. The way, when you put it like that, Talking about pissing into the wind or whatever you just said. It's it's an, it's uh, it's an uphill climb. It doesn't look good. No.
0: We had a few players that we trusted. We just traded one to the fucking
1: Giants. Yeah. Well, bring on the bring on the Tigers.
0: Yeah, please go fucking serious yeah. the Tigers. Yeah, that'd be nice. These are the ones you got to win. All right. <laughs>
1: All right. I'll we'll do
0: this again on Monday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Plenty of more material. Plenty of new new brand new material. For sure.
0: Alright, All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. That's
1: it.